Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Bach starts now. Sooner Nation is freaking out about Mike Riley going to USC. It reminds me a little bit. I don't know. If, maybe I always just try to find Husker parallels, and there really aren't any. But in 1978, Tom Osborne talked about moving on to Colorado, that he was very close. He said what kept him from leaving Nebraska for Colorado was he promised his recruits that he would be their coach. Um, but, man... Oklahoma fans are freaking out that he's going to take all the players. Caleb Williams going with him. Oh, yeah. He's taking the entire staff. Alex Grinch is going with him. Uh, They're talking about it being, you know, eh, it's a lateral move at best. And really, they might be right. Oklahoma currently is a better job than USC. I I think the whole thing that got him to move on to to USC is he realizes that in the SEC, it's going to be very difficult to win a national championship there. Uh, with Oklahoma in the SEC. I mean, just getting by Alabama is tough enough, but now Georgia. And you know some of these programs that aren't good are going to be really good again. Um, they've, they've got 13 teams in a bowl game this year. That's right, all except 13, for Vanderbilt. 13 out of the 14 are going to a bowl game. Part of it is they play eight conference games and not nine, which I think does hurt uh, leagues like the Big Ten. What's up, Rico? Uh, I think USC is a better job than Oklahoma. He's yeah. saying currently, like the roster is built at Oklahoma. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I guess you know you didn't have a, a great coach at USC. Yeah. And you, you went from Bob Stoops to Lincoln Riley, so that was that was pretty easy there. Bob mm-hmm. Stoops kind of set it up for you, but I think Lincoln Riley, with the way that he recruits and the way he runs everything, right. can make USC into a better job than they, USC. They so wanted- I think, like, if you're, I mean, if you're just going off of current status, then yeah, I guess. But if you're going off of you know what the program can be, yeah. I think USC is a better job than Oklahoma because I mean. He gets a lot of his players from California. Right. Now they don't even have to leave the state. Like he can, right. he can recruit even more of them and keep them in the state. I mean, the quarterback they had coming in the next class is from California, and one of their better running backs. I think he's the number one running back in the class, also from California. So they keep the number. Yep. Possibly, you know, they decommitted from Oklahoma. There's a possibility they go to USC. I'm not going to say that right now, but you know, if they do go to USC, you're getting the number two quarterback and the number one running back to stay in California at USC. You know, you've got all the celebrities. You've got you've got everything going on for you. At USC where in Oklahoma it was just football just football like um, USC is, is a better job than Oklahoma so and, I don't blame Lincoln Riley but this this yeah. I'm in like a fans thing on Twitter and these guys are going crazy like what it's are some hilarious. of the things that are being talked about on the um at one the point they were blaming the strength coach for the the tackling being bad 
Um, they were wondering when the last time a head coach left and took like half of his staff, and they were like, oh, "I can't think of an, I can't think of anything <laughs> that Frost? this ever happened." I was like, "Well, I can think of one." Um, <laughs> they want a CEO type head coach. They yeah. said they don't they don't care. They want a CEO type. I was like, "I've heard that a, de- a decent amount of times right. lately." Um, they they don't want USC to fail because of USC. They want USC to fail because of Lincoln Riley now. Sure. Um, you, you got to be petty. You, they're you never wondering. Wish somebody well and just say, you know, have good luck. Yeah, they're on transfer quarterback, transfer portal quarterback watch because they believe Caleb Williams is going to leave also. So they lost Spencer Rattler already. They think Caleb Williams is going to leave. So now they're already looking forward to a transfer portal quarterback. Adrian. Uh, <laughs> He'll be in demand, man. One of them said they oh, want yeah. Houston Nutt as the head coach. I don't know where that one came Whoa. from. <laughs> wow. Incredible. Yeah, it, they're it's, having a meltdown. It's gone wild. Cousin. <laughs> it's gone wild. They, they say there's no way Alex Grinch didn't know. Like, he he definitely knew uh, when Lincoln Riley knew, and they were just keeping it a secret. Well, it does uh, make you wonder about the Oklahoma State game, which they obviously didn't win. If they weren't halfway out the door, could they have won that game? Could they have won a title? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, he stays. There's a conspiracy theory that they wanted to lose that game so that they didn't have to go to the Big 12 championship game so that the coaches right. could get out earlier. Right. Well, they made it look really good. I mean, 37 <laughs> to 33, if that's his, if that's the conspiracy. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on, and it's great. Um, I love it. Yeah, I, I, I think I would rather be at USC just for the fact that you lose a couple of games, they tune out, it's no big deal, we'll see you next year. Oklahoma, it's, this is the stuff that happens all year long in Norman. And Bo Pelini talked about it when he was here. He said it's kind of a fishbowl there. It's a fishbowl at LSU. It's bigger here in Lincoln. Yeah. Of course, he wasn't the head guy at either of those places, either at LSU or at Oklahoma, and he was the head guy here. But I, I think it's very similar in Norman and Lincoln, Nebraska. I, I think that they tune out pretty quickly at USC. They've got other things going on, uh, and it's a much easier path to get to a national championship than it is in the SEC for Oklahoma. What do you think about the possibility, and and this has been brought up, that Oklahoma maybe goes after Cliff Kingsbury from the NFL ranks? It'd be hard timing to do it because he's having his best year ever. He wasn't even that good in college. And And he was bad in college. Yeah, he wasn't good in college, and now he's great in the NFL, Yeah, which never happens, right? It's all, you usually it's don't so, get hired. No, that way. no, he just because he, he was getting Kyler Murray. They knew they were getting the first pick yep. in the NFL draft, who he had coached at Texas Tech. Well, we'll just get Kingsbury because he knows how to coach Murray. Well, that's worked out really well, and now they have a great defense as well. Uh, but you know, young hip coaches are the thing now. In the NFL. Zach Taylor's having a good time. Yeah, he's a big win right now. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, I want to shift to basketball. Nebraska basketball. Uh, played on Saturday. It, it, I still don't know what to make of this team quite yet, uh, but they did win, and uh, now they're 5-2 and two after that big win on Sunday. And Kese Tamanaga, 23 points, 8 of 11 from the field, 5 of 6 from 3. That was a nice performance, uh, something that we've been waiting for for a while from Kese Tamanaga. Is that uh, something that you now expect to see from him? 
On a regular uh, basis? No, I don't know if you expect 23 points, but you do expect to see this type of performance every once in a while and hopefully can hit a few threes and, and, and you know, make his his, his name made um, uh, a few, you know, in different ways, which he's able to do, too. Had some nice passes, the steals, uh, you know, the hustle on defense was there, too. Um, so it was really cool to see, and that's kind of what you expected to see at some point this year. My question kind of turns into the starting lineup, right? Uh, he played 22 minutes. Webster played 29 minutes. Wilcher played 20. Breidenbach played 21. The starters, other than McGowns, nobody played over 20 minutes, yeah. except for McGowns, who played 33. Um, but particularly Edwards, who's not giving you really much in that starting lineup. It's almost as if <laughs> as if Hoiberg promised Edwards that he would start him a few times, yeah. so he's like going through with that promise. Yeah. And in Latmayan, still, maybe it's injuries or, or returning from injuries or whatever, but he's not providing you much in that starting lineup. When you have so much... So much going on off the bench. Uh, you wonder if they ever want to tinker with that with that lineup to start with. And and I've I've said for a long time with that starting lineup, especially with Edwards in, it doesn't really matter who they start with. It matters who they ends with because it's not the starting lineup that they're anyway. Well, and Verge uh, back in the doghouse. Uh, it looked like he had gotten out of the doghouse. Yeah. Uh, and now back in it, one of seven from the field. He took a couple of weird shots in that game. Uh, and was sitting there for a long period of time, ends up with three points in 16 minutes. Uh, but there were good things, as you mentioned. Derek Walker, 6 of 7, another very efficient performance with 13 points. Still looking for Lat Man to do something uh, offensively. Uh, 1 of 2 and 2 points in 14 minutes. Uh, Keon Edwards, he got his 12 minutes. Not much production there, no production uh, on offense. Bryce McGowan's is really efficient. That guy is... Uh, he just you look up at the end of the game and you go he had 22 cuz it didn't feel like he he scored 22 and that happens a lot with him. Big 10 freshman of the week for the second yeah. time that was just announced so uh his career is off to a good start and again it's it I don't always just look at the points when you're looking at his progression it's the assists that have been going up lately. Yeah. The rebounds have been going up lately. He's really growing into a really really good college player and and it's going to be fun to watch as it develops throughout the season yeah. um because I mean, he, at this point, too, and I know he had a few games where he only scored six, but he's getting up there with your most consistent player, uh, with C.J. Wilcher is another one, and, um, and Walker, I think you have to uh, say that, too, but he didn't score any against Creighton. That's that's what's weird about this team, and we knew that they have um, you know so many different weapons and a lot of different uh, bench players and all that, but they don't seem to have too many consistents. But they, like, you know um, this guy's going to be there tonight. McGowan's uh, is, is going to be one that's going right. to be expected. It feels like they're gonna. It's gonna be one of those things. Like, oh, Tamanaga's uh, open tonight and hitting shots. Yeah. So it's his night. Oh yeah, Alonzo Verge had 18 points, or you know he can do much more than that. Or it's Bryce McGowan's night. It feels like a team with enough, as you mentioned, enough different weapons. And Derek Walker has showed up a couple of times with uh, career highs, and the next time he goes out, it's another career high. They had a chance to step on the throat and put those guys away. Uh, in South Dakota State, uh, but they end up winning 83-70 after having 20-point leads. Uh, that's something that I'm going to be concerned about going forward. The grit, the tenacity, the ability to focus for 40 minutes and play really good basketball all the time and play hard all the time, that's something I don't know that they have yet, and I'm not sure that it, it will come very easily for this team. There are nights where they're going to be hot, or hot, and I think they're going to beat anyone. Uh, and then there are going to be other nights where they lose to teams that they really shouldn't lose to. I'm hoping they can get through the non-conference schedule. They've got North Carolina State on Wednesday. 
That'll be a big one. They need to find a way to make up for that loss to Western Illinois. Not You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply much Creighton. Creighton's okay. Uh, they've had a lot of close wins either. They're not great, uh, but they've got to find a way to make up for a few of those losses early in the season. And I think it's capable. I think it's going to be a fun team to watch for me uh, because I like when the ball goes through the hoop. And I think with this team, it's going to not always, but it's going to go through the hoop more often. Yeah. I mean, you look at just their scoring outputs for the year, you know, 74, 74, 69, 76, uh, 82, 79, 83. Yeah. Of course, that's the non-con play. It might be harder in Big Ten, but that's a consistent, you know, between 75 and 80 points per game. I thought that South Dakota team, too, was going to give them more of a challenge just based on the way that they had played similar opponents yeah. that Nebraska was playing in the non-con. Um, it looked like, you know, like they, I mean, they beat Tennessee State, so you'd think it'd be a bigger challenge. Nebraska only beat Tennessee State by six. And they didn't have much of a problem with South Dakota. So it was kind of interesting. Maybe you could see that as progression for Nebraska. Maybe some of that has to do with South Dakota. Still can't wait to see, you know, if they go to North Carolina State, they go to Indiana their next two games. Are their opponents going to be shooting lights out from beyond the arc like they have been at Pinnacle Bank Arena all year long? Um, Because that's been interesting so far. Maybe it's it's something about that building, or maybe it's Nebraska's three-point defense. Uh, Their three-point defense is horrific. Uh, Creighton hasn't shot that well since they've played Nebraska. South Dakota State made, what, 10, 12 threes, something yeah. like that. Uh, so they shot the ball at a high level. We, we've seen it with teams that don't even normally shoot it very well, uh, shoot it against Nebraska. And Hoiberg has said you got to stay in front of them, uh, that type of you know speech that he's given before. But the intensity, the awareness is not always good. I think back to the Western Illinois game where – uh, they beat you pretty much at the buzzer with a three-point game, a three-point shot, but you know NBA range. But you didn't close out. Uh, you weren't aware of where the shooters were, and it seems like that happens. The lackadaisical nature of this team sometimes just appears, and I don't. Again, grit. The lack of grit concerns me. I, I think it's a talented team, but toughness has to be a bigger priority. And yeah, I don't see it yet. It has to evolve, and I think it. I think it will have to when they start to play some of these teams again. When once you're done now with South Dakota, every other team is either in the Big Ten or their North Carolina State or their Kansas State. Other than Kennesaw, they have Kennesaw State one more time uh, in the twenty second. That almost December. be great. Kennesaw State almost beat Creighton. Yeah, so they're yeah. Not, not an awful yeah. team themselves. So, yeah. um, you know, it, there's kind of no breaks anymore. There's no scheduled wins. Uh, for Nebraska. It's conference season and what they have left of non-con is going to be a challenge from Power 5 opponents. So, uh, you, you know, you hope that at least this team kind of got to a point 
um, to where they're ready to take that next um, step. And I thought it was I thought it was promising the South Dakota game that that they were able to um, you know win, but not not sl- lost slide by uh, South Dakota. You know, win by a favorable margin. So uh, you know, good for them. But you like you said. You keep, you know, we went back to it all year in the football season. Man, that lost to Illinois is gonna gonna hurt. Uh, you know that you now Western Illinois in basketball. So yeah, uh, but it'll be fun. I I do believe it'll be a fun team to watch. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, it's going to be a great team to watch yet. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see. I think you're, have you come down from your preseason expectations a little? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, and it didn't take long. Uh, a three-point <laughs> shot by Western <laughs> Illinois kind of did that That's earlier right. about three weeks ago. Uh, but I, I still am optimistic. I, I think it could still be an NIT team. Well, we'll see. But they, they've got a long ways to go. Is that your goal? <laughs> I, I would take that at this point. Yeah. I don't know if you, you've seen the first two seasons, but they went seven and whatever. Uh, it wasn't yeah. good the first two years. So Hoiberg needs to, to show improvement. At least 500 this year is what I'm looking for. So it's, 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 it's hopefully NIT, but not NIT or bust. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I, I'm sorry. My, my expectations – my standards for Nebraska sports in general have fallen. They're a pretty bit. low right now. My confidence is shaken. That's right. Uh, but I'll make a comeback. You watch. They beat North Carolina State. I'll be sky high. There you go. On uh, Wednesday. Um, Logan Smothers. Uh, we talked about the stats. I thought he played really well for his first time out. Yeah, he had the fumble and he had the pick right at the end. Uh, and he carried the ball maybe a little too much for me, but. 24 rushes, 64 yards, the big one, 200 yards passing in that game. I, If Logan Smothers is the future at Nebraska quarterback, I'm good with that, at least. I mean, I'm good with what I saw. If that could be duplicated on a regular basis against a really good defense, by the way, in Iowa, I'm good with that. I'm good with Smothers being the future, if that's what he is, of Nebraska football. What about you? I think it's an option. I don't necessarily know if I would be too excited about it. You know, it's not the it's not the flash that you saw from Adrian his first year. It's yeah. not the, the the flash that you saw from Taylor his mm. first year. Maybe even Tommy, right? I mean, he got limited limited opportunity to do it. I thought he looked solid, and you know, it's it, but it, it's just so hard to discern that from the other things, right? Like you're close, okay? Well, you're close mm. in this game. That's the the story. It looked. A lot like an Adrian Martinez game uh, yeah. to me. And I don't, you know, you're switching the offense. Maybe you go a little bit away from leaning so much on the quarterback. But they were really leaning on the quarterback once again. Um, how does that look when, he, when you're able to get more of a traditional running game going? Is that going to be viable to expect um, to get a traditional running game yeah. going? Because that hasn't been going a lot at Nebraska since Frost has been here. So, I mean... I think it's there. I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, you know, just throw my own arms up and say, you know, this is just not going to go well with Logan Smothers at quarterback. But I, I would still love to see if, if Adrian doesn't come back, you de- definitely need to add somebody into the, the, to the room to compete. It looked better to me than it ever did under Luke McCaffrey. It looked better to me than it ever really did consistently under Noah. Um, I didn't think, uh, I, I just haven't seen. Rut- of- what about the Rutgers game where Noah? I think it was Rutgers a few yeah. years ago where Noah and uh, and uh, McCaffrey combined for yeah. like twenty two of twenty four or something. Um, yeah, I mean Noah's played. He played okay this year for Rutgers. Yeah, and, um, they're not going to bowl game, and Maryland won that game. Uh, but I thought it was better and with a more dynamic athlete uh, than and a better passer than Luke. Not a more dynamic al- athlete, but a better passer and more control than I ever saw from Luke McCaffrey. 
and probably a better all-around athlete than Noah Vedral. Um, very similar athlete, I think, to Adrian. Now, he doesn't have the, the strength it looks like in his arm that Adrian does, uh, but I think there's a potential there for maybe even b- better decision-making. Um, you're talking about a coach's son, a guy who played for his dad in high school. Uh, I like what I saw. I, I predicted a really good game. I didn't know that I, I would see that good of a game, but I, I thought that they kind of played it close to the vest, a little conservative with him. Like, don't screw things up. In fact, stock, Frost talked about that. Don't make the big mistake, uh, which he didn't until you know late. Uh, and then it all collapsed like mistake. it always does. Well, the safety was a pretty big mistake as yeah. well. I mean, he he did not play well down the stretch. Uh, he did get him at least, you know, toward the red zone there at the end. I was intrigued because, again, you talk about all the different storylines yeah. that you could come out of there. If Logan did, imagine him, you know, tying that game, yeah. get, winning the getting the two-point conversion. All of a sudden we're thinking, well, then, now we've got the guy. Like, everything yeah. else is in place like it has been. And now we've got the guy that can get you over the moments in the, in yeah. the cr- crunch time situations. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So uh, I don't know. It was solid. It, uh, definitely for a first game. Um, I wouldn't, you know, it's it's just not one of those performances where you go, oh, he's got all Big Ten capability or, you know, so yeah. it, 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 in, in such a crucial year, I wonder what, what you know, if, if they'll be too comfortable with him going in there. Him going in there and winning the battle, yes, but there's got to be a battle. I would take him over Alex Padilla. Or Spencer Petrus. <laughs> Spencer Petrus is so hurt right now. It takes him like five seconds to hand off the ball. Oh, I don't want an Iowa quarterback. I don't want anything uh, to do with Iowa quarterbacks or Wisconsin quarterbacks. I would take a Tanner Morgan. I would take, if that were available, he's coming back for his sixth year, he announced uh, to Minnesota. I would take that type of quarterback because he can move a little bit and he makes good throws. I would take the Minnesota offense in general. If you're looking for an offensive coordinator, bring that type of mentality that Minnesota has. Um, but, you know, we always had that discussion with Adrian. How many quarterbacks of the Big Ten would you take over him? From the version I saw uh, Saturday, there's not many quarterbacks I would take over Logan Smothers. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm ready for that conversation. <laughs> Quarterback play in this league is bad. It's I don't think it's it's a compliment to Logan so much as just a yeah. A, a really negative negative comment toward the quarterbacks in this league. Well, but at this point, I mean, you take Alex O'Connell over Adrian, right? I mean, what, um, what you start getting, I mean, there's a few guys that, that yeah, played pretty I mean, well. If I were John running that Clifford, type of Peyton Aiden, Thorne. Aiden O'Connell uh, at Purdue, yeah, I th- there's a few Peyton Thorne. Maybe not for your, not for this offense, but, but for you know for their yeah, offense, yeah, how they for, play. Yeah, in what it. they yeah. do. Yeah, Thorne's good. I mean, Cade McNamara is fine. Yeah. I mean, but none of them wow you. None of them really wow you. I guess Nebraska is usually going to go with the Sean Clifford type of quarterback. I mean, the guy that can move and is fairly accurate. Yeah. Um, and probably a little better athlete than that. I, I see Penn State and Nebraska kind of recruit not similar offenses, but similar quarterbacks. Um, there you go. Uh, let's get to break and come back with Tanya Taki as we talk a little Husker volleyball. Uh, it was announced yesterday. Selection Sunday, the Nebraska is a 10 seed for the NCAA tournament. They play Campbell uh, this Friday night at 7 o'clock. Never faced Campbell before. And then uh, the winner of the Kansas State-Florida State game on Saturday. So we'll talk a little Husker volleyball. They they uh, lost to Wisconsin on Friday night and then beat Purdue, sixth-ranked Purdue, on Saturday night. So we'll uh, talk a little Husker volleyball with Tanya Taki. We'll do it next. Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store. 
to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.